Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Bite Size Marketing Hacks. Today, we're going to talk about five strategies uh, that will help grow your subscriber list, your email subscriber list. So make sure you stay tuned and let's go. This is going to be a fun show. Welcome to the Bite Size Marketing Hack Podcast, where you get the confidence to hack your marketing five minutes at a time. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Mark. My name is Rashawn. And welcome to Bite Size Marketing Hacks, uh, where we love to help you break it down. You need a big strategy for your marketing, but you need it in bite-sized pieces so that you can it's actually manageable and you can stay on top of the trends and what works in 2020. So we bring you that in bite-sized pieces in this podcast. And today uh, we're talking about hacking your email marketing, which, you know, before we hit record, we were talking about just how important email marketing continues to be in your overall marketing strategy. And so it's a very relevant episode. Uh, anyway, you want to set this one up, Rashawn? Oh, definitely. And I'm pumped, pumped for another opportunity to, to speak into something that we think continues to die away. But yet, according to someone we, you know, sort of have, you know, reference from and have encouraged, been encouraged by a young lady named Jenna Kutcher. And if you know about Jenna Kutcher, she's the host of the Gold Digger podcast. And she's a marketing genius in a way, uh, which I enjoy, thoroughly enjoy uh, consuming her content. Uh, but some of the tried and true marketing strategies coming from uh, someone who has over 250 thousand subscribers that have subscribed this year not you know overall she's in the millions as far as with you know uh email marketing but i think what's amazing about it she's added five thousand every week and thirty thousand every month on subscribers and i, I just want to get into some of her strategies and i think they're just so amazing so let's go down a little bit and and look at some of her key strategies um so the first thing she says, she says we need to up, up your free content game, up your free content creation game. So what's let's be real and honest. She goes into you know getting someone to hand over their email list isn't an easy thing, right? As we all know, it right. takes hard work to get someone uh, to hand over their email unless you have a product that they like just are dying for, or you have content or, you know, things that they're dying to consume from you. However, I just think what she's speaking on, like we have to be, you know, so willing to give more and more and more and constantly create more and more and more uh, to a specific unique group uh, that are actually looking for what we have. So I think it's being in front of the right people, giving them enough content uh, that is really valuable for them in order for them to, you know, for your email list to grow like this. What do you think, Mark, on this one? Yeah, I think the the reality of free content is it, it, it is almost like the way it's almost like your business card on in, in your marketing strategy these days, more than your business card is your business card. People don't even want to know who you are or what your business is about until they receive something from you that's valuable and benefits them. And then they're going to begin to look at the the person, the business behind the content. So it's almost like your business card these days. You've got to be giving out free content to really connect with people and then connect with you. Love that, Mark. That's such a great point. Such a great point. And 
Um, yeah, that's the type of world we live in. Uh, we always look, you know, we're just like someone had told me recently, people are naturally selfish, right? We're, we want, uh, what we want and, you know, irrespective of even sometimes the brand that we see, even though brands are very important, uh, but that's why people look at reviews and different things like that, but you can never lose when you give. Uh, but I love this. The second one is use a quiz to build your list. I love that because when I think about it personally, uh, I've gained so much valuable information just by being, you know, be, uh, taking a test or taking a quiz or being asked a question. And I think sometimes, you know, whenever we have questions related to the topic, you know, are the, you know, sort of thing we're trying to point people to, it, it, it helps them to one, have fun, uh, around that quiz, but also it informs them of their need for your product or for the thing that you may have. And I love it also when I take these online quizzes because it takes up like 45 minutes of your time to take one of these quizzes, but they're so valuable for the amount of time you're spending on them. Um, and it also helps you to interact with that brand and also the customer for you to interact with them as the business. So, um, yeah, have you ever taken any quizzes online, Mark? I, I have, yeah, and I think there's one of the things that's just true about a quiz from the user standpoint is it stands out from the white noise at this point. There may come a point where it doesn't, but um, it feels interactive, it's fun, it gives me, it usually will benefit me as the user to give me information, but then as, as the business owner, like she's saying in this article, uh, it gives you valuable information about their, about the followers, what they're interested in, the problems they might be facing and how you might be able to solve those problems for them. So super, super great strategy. Awesome. And some people might be listening and they're like, why would I even want to, you know, create a quiz. I don't even like taking quizzes. That's okay. Breathe. You can breathe. <laughs> yeah. You actually, you know, have copywriters out there or someone who may be gifted on your team who's a copywriter. And yeah. I will just simply have them, you know, jump on and, and make that quiz or hire someone who specializes in it, just like Jenna is speaking about. So, yeah, it's important for your, it's an important way but a powerful way to serve your audience moving forward, as she says. Um, the next point is pop-up strategies. You know, I'm not necessarily the website guy, but I know the value of, you know, sort of having that pop-up on your website available to those who are visiting your website, sort of like that last initiation to connect with the individual uh, that's looking at your website. Again, I think what she said that is so good is it's an opt-in monster and it allows, you know, for you and your business to go to the next level uh, yeah. as people come by and visit. So, you know, if not now, you know, yeah, if and then, I like that. And if they don't purchase now from you, you can get their email list and maybe they'll purchase later, I feel. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And I think this, it, it, it just sticks around because it works at the end of the day. And so yeah. sometimes marketing is not about what we like. It's not about, um, what, what, what we, what we feel like, uh, we're charged up for the latest thing. It's about like what actually gets the click and what gets the results and pop-ups work. So there you go. Amen. 
Awesome. So next is paid ads in your con free content, paid ads in your free content. So one thing is giving free content, but another thing is giving free content while targeting it to people uh, strategically that who may be interested in that content or, you know, the, the stuff you're selling, they may be your actual consumer. So it's just so important to, you know, make sure you, um, pinpoint those, your audience and also share that free content to them. Give them an opportunity to, you know, go and click the link and, you know, go inside and, you know, have, have something set up on the back end to where they're getting value, you know, behind the scene. You know, there I love that. I love that because it's almost like I think we usually think only of paid ads for boosting posts that are going to lead towards a sale. And almost yeah. never do we think of boosting free content, but that's a great strategy. If you've got something that's already working well, get put some more money behind it on the pay to add and it just increases its reach. That's great. So true. Awesome. So next is reinvigorating a stale list. I think what's great about this is that uh, we oftentimes have, you know, sort of those email subscribers uh, that have been a part of the journey on and off and some who have really fallen off, but, you know, they may be interested in what you're doing here nowadays. So I just think, you know, even if you had a campaign uh, a year or two ago um, and these people are signed up for your list, making sure you go back and you sort of rekindle the relationship in a new and fresh way uh, with, that per with that person by serving them awesome content you know, with those subscribers. So, um, yeah, I, I really haven't tested this, so I can't confidently, you know, say, but from, from the standpoint of Jenna, it looks like, you know, it served her really well, yeah. it served her audience really well to, to sort of bring back, you know, those subscribers to her fresh and new campaign. That's awesome. Yep. That makes sense. Awesome. And, uh, Create, elaborate funnels. Create, elaborate funnels. Elaborate funnels. Uh, I like this a lot because when you look at sort of your list and, you know, the importance of, you know, cross-posting new products and serving them uh, to people is very important. If you look at examples in her own business, she said she used uh, the photo lab for students or photo lab students. Uh, presents in I, I Instagram lab story icons and the, the list of launch lab email list building quick start guide and Pinterest lab the ultimate Pinterest guide so those are things uh, that she used to you know create these funnels to get people to click in and really just serve them with freebies and uh, to help them really grow in their cross promotion and things like that. So I don't know what exactly, again, this looks like, but take time and come, come check this out and maybe even go check out Jenna Kutcher's, you know, the things that she's used in her, uh, her labs, her own personal labs. The thing I take away from that is that, uh, and I've I've seen this happen is that people come back around and so sometimes um, people get on your email list or they get in they get connected with you 
and they begin to like file you away as like you're the marketing guy or you're yeah. the educator if you're in the teaching space or you're the supplement person whatever you whatever your uh, your niche is and they they don't really bring that information out of that filing cabinet until it's they need it but then the building that funnel is over time you're keeping yourself in there in their filing cabinet so that when it's time they pull it out and like boom punch you in to mm-hmm. get the sale so i so see the value true. there of like keeping you in their uh in their mind yeah yeah so good so good um so uh launch i, I think this goes back to you know it, it's safe to say that we grow our list the most when we go out into a launch, you know, so like having this aspect where you feel it's really like you're actually launching something, like something is about to happen and inviting people in, such as free webinars or, or trainings that they can learn more about. That's when I feel like the most value is added when you're like building up to something that's that's big. And maybe for your company, for your business, it can be uh, online boot camp if you're yeah. Or maybe it can be, you know, sort of, uh, sort of, it can be all kinds of things. If you are a trainer or a, a health and wellness or even a counseling, like a marriage counseling place, you can have different uh, trainings online where they can get one-on-one coaching and things like that. And I just think it's so important, yeah, to, to make it feel big as you launch, you know, into your email list again. And yeah. And, and help grow it. So that's it. That's good. Oh, uh, let me see. Perks for subscribers. Oh, yeah, that's always good. When there's different perks for your subscribers, you know, different exclusive offers that you can sort of give to them or even encouragement in, in from the standpoint of, uh, you know, a lot of times it doesn't have to be like a product or a thing that you're giving to your subscribers. It can simply just be a value add, a small value add at the beginning, uh, letting them know, here's your morning smile for the day, mm, you that's know, good. and, yeah. you know, getting a little piece of content, you know, or a story that has really shown some perseverance or overcoming something that will really help, you know, encourage your people during the day. I think that's really good. Anything that adds value is, is, is a perk for your subscriber. So anything you got on that mark before we land the plane? Uh, I just say thank you for bringing this topic uh, up today and uh, bringing some important keys here from Jenna to help us. I think uh, we haven't visited email in a while and it was time to get back to it. So thanks for bringing that up. Awesome. Thanks, Mark. Well, guys, thanks for joining in. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And visit us at bitesizemarketinghacks.com for more resources and episodes that will help you hack your marketing five minutes at a time.